Welcome to Victorious Living. That's how we are to deal with the temptations when they come. But here he's talking about the infirmity. He's talking about our weakness to the temptation. Have you ever fallen prey to a temptation? Chocolate pie? <laughs> Banana pudding? Gingerbread? Have you ever fallen temptation to that? We all have fallen temptation to something. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. This week, Pastor Cowan shares with us, faith and the Holy Spirit work together. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us, faith and the Holy Spirit work together. So their minds were calloused over with unbelief, and they had become resistant to the words or the teachings of Jesus. And even though that happened, we see then that even today, Jesus has feelings today. Jesus has feelings today. Even though he's at the right hand of the Father, he's there in the role of uh, our high priest, our intercessor, and, and all of the work that he's doing. But yet today, Jesus is, uh, what did I say? He, uh, da, 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 Jesus has feeling. Jesus has feelings even today. Now let's look at, uh, let me read to you Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, and, and, and uh, you know, connect the two here. Uh, Hebrews 4.15, for we have not, we do not have a high priest, for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. That word feeling there, a feeling of compassion. Jesus has a feeling of compassion for those who are sick. Jesus has a feeling of compassion toward people who are sick. Well, we should have that same compassion. And so, but that doesn't mean that we think Jesus put it on them. We don't believe that, that Jesus put that on them. But Jesus had this feeling of compassion, and God has compassion and has that feeling of, of, of compassion for them. And that's why that he is called the healer. He came, he he bore our sicknesses and diseases. He came with healing in his wings, the scripture says. That came out of the compassion that God had for people, and especially his people. He had compassion. Jesus had compassion because their minds had been, been calloused over. And you can tell those people when you talk to them sometimes because if you're on such a uh, subject as healing or Holy Spirit or speaking or whatever, and they are well, now let me tell you what I think about that. They're going to po pose a resistance to what you have just witnessed to them about the Holy Spirit. And so they want to tell you their side of the story, as it were. And so, you know, what does the word say? That Brother Hagenauten used to say that a lot. What does the word say? And so he, he, he refused to get into a debate. 
So he simply said, what does the word say? And so that's the best answer. But here we, we, we see Jesus has this feeling of compassion, not just for, for Christians, but he has this feeling of compassion for people in the world. God had this compassion for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him would have everlasting life. Okay, let me finish this one. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched. Jesus is moved by our situations. And so we have not a high priest which cannot be touched or which can be touched with the feeling of compassion, of our infirmities. Now, what are our infirmities? Our infirmities in this verse of scripture, it means a lack of strength against temptations, a lack of strength. In other words, they fall prey to the temptations that the devil puts on them. Now, take that back to Jesus on the mountain, Satan on the mountain, and, uh, when he was up there, you know the story, don't you, the, of the temptations of Jesus. And uh, uh, if, if thou be the son of God, turn these stones to bread. And so he's caught between, he's caught between two thoughts here, I, I suppose. Well, I can do it, but I'm not going to do it. Because if I do it, I'm falling, I'm falling into obedience with you, and I'm not going to obey you, Satan. So we see then that Satan was tempting him where temptations were concerned. The Holy Spirit has feelings for us. God has feelings for us because he said that we would suffer temptations in this lifetime like Jesus did. People, you know, people won't like us. When I say us, I'm talking about Christians. People don't like Christians. Some people hate Christians. Some people don't like to see Christ. You, see, you hear what I'm saying, do you? Then Jesus was presented with that temptation. Turn it, turn this bread, turn this stone to bread. He refused to comply with it. And then all of the other things there, you know, jump off this temple. <laughs> and all the other temptations. How did he reply? With the word. With the word. What does it say? It is written. That's how we are to deal with the temptations when they come. But here he's talking about the infirmity. He's talking about our weakness to the temptation. Have you ever fallen prey to a temptation? Chocolate pie? <laughs> banana pudding? Gingerbread? Have you ever fallen temptation to that? <laughs> we all have fallen temptation to something Amen. whether it be food you know and uh, uh, you know I've, through through the years a long time ago you know I've had people come up and, and, and I'm not condemning people I don't that's not what I mean at all they come up and they have a pack, a pack of cigarettes in their pocket and I don't know why they left them in my pocket so they want me to pray that the Lord would take these cigarettes away from me that's what they'd say. They'd say, Pastor Count, I want you to pray that the Lord would take these cigarettes away from me. And so I said, well, the best thing is is to take them away from yourself. Amen. 
and, and you know, like the one brother, he threw him out the window. He got a mile down the road and turned around to come back to get him. See, temptation, fall and pray, giving in to temptation, infirmities, weaknesses to temptation. Well, the Holy Spirit's here to help us. So if I'm not getting help, that means I'm not leaning on the Holy Spirit. So that means my words are tainted and the Holy Spirit can't get involved with me because he doesn't get involved with any doubt and unbelief. He doesn't get involved with tainted words. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good for the use of edifying. So that's, that's our responsibility. We are responsible for what we say. We are responsible, responsible in the temper or the way that we say what we say. Amen. You know, sometimes you see people when they're trying to tell people about Jesus, they try to, they try to just force them to receive it and get saved, which is the objective of witnessing to them. But you can't force them because they're going to rebel. That resistant, that wall of resistance is going to come up. So you, you have to know how to present it. So here, Hebrews 4.15, for we have not a high priest, meaning we do have a high priest, but we have not a high priest which cannot be touched, meaning that uh, all of the temptations that we have, our high priest has compassion for us because of the temptation that we, are, uh, that we now are experiencing in our life. But the Holy Spirit is our helper. The Holy Spirit can absolutely help us to stand strong against all of the temptations that Satan brings into our life. We have no excuse. I don't have an excuse. We, we have no excuse. Well, it was just, just more than I could bear, more than I can stand. Well, when it gets to be more than you could stand, you better watch what's coming out your mouth. So some corrupt communication may seep between your teeth and out between your lips come out in your words. Isn't that right? You say, well, how do you know all that pastor been there, done that? Got the t-shirt. All right. So for we have not an high priest, which cannot be touched with the feeling or cannot be touched with the feeling of compassion uh, of our infirmities or our lack of strength against temptation, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. So it's not important any of us telling Jesus how bad the temptation is. He said, I got there before you did. I said, that happened to me before it happened to you. So it's not any need to tell me how bad the temptations are. What I need to talk to Jesus about is this helper. What's coming out of my mouth, uh, my actions, that's what I need to talk to Jesus you know, and talk to the Holy Spirit and give the Holy Spirit the, uh, the opportunity to help me through these things instead of fussing about it. Because we don't want to do that sometimes. People don't want to do that sometimes. And so in this, in this, we see that Jesus had feelings, feelings of compassion. God had feelings of compassion. He gives us some good understanding here that we are not to grieve the Holy Spirit because like I said, the Holy Spirit just kind of steps aside, steps back, 
when, when we alleviate his help or, or push his help out, then he just, he's just standing by and watching. Said, you know, say, who in the world do they think they are? Do they think they can handle this by themselves? And as it turns out, they couldn't and they can't. Okay, enough said that. So Paul tells the Christian in his writings to the church at Ephesus that the Holy Spirit can be grieved. Jesus was grieved because of the hardness of their heart created through unbelief. Anytime unbelief tries to creep into our thinking, we're going to grieve the Holy Spirit. And then uh, I'm sure that Jesus would be no less grieved today with us than he was at that time with their unbelief. So folks, we can walk through life, pay attention to it, not pay attention to it, whatever. The choice is ours, but there's only one side that we can get on that really supplies the help that we need when the infirmities of our flesh and the temptations come. So the Holy Spirit can be grieved. It's our hope that today's message, Faith and the Holy Spirit Work Together, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 21. Today's special offer number is 21. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living. Camp Meeting 2022, June 12th through the 16th, with guest Phil Privet, D. Pay, Isaac Petrie, and special guest Jesse Duplantis on Sunday at 6 p.m. You don't want to miss this power-packed week. Hello, I'm Pastor Cowan. I want to invite you to come be with us during our annual camp meeting right here at Faith is the Victory Church.